get the full bonfire experience on your screen youtube.com slash bonfire sports thumbs up subscribe you'll know when we're live enjoy the games Down to the final four in the 2022 Grey Cup playoffs. We're going to get into it all. Very busy show here on Bonfire Midweek. Zach Schnitzer, Darren Bombing. What's going on, everybody? Quickly want to mention Grey Cup Week is coming. Bonfire Sports will be there for better or worse. And Bomber fans, I know you know what I'm talking about. Uh, After dark this week, following the West Final, uh, will be a little bit later i have some commitments with cfl.ca if you haven't head over there check out my pre-game and post-game analysis from the west semi-final i got some stuff going up there this weekend uh, as well popped in on the waggle the last couple of weeks we'll continue that going as well pre-game with chris walby is a go but we're gonna have stuff every day the rest of the way going into the west final off to gray cup week bonfire sports your destination for blue bombers and gray cup coverage zach Schnitzer, how are you my friend i'm good buddy uh, western final coming up i cannot wait i wanted the bc lions uh, my pocketbook didn't i bet the house on calgary on sia.com slash bonfire figueroa was out uh, Whitehead, uh, that running game of the Calgary Stampeders. We'll talk more about that, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm Jack, buddy, and I got my chain here. Feel like spin forever. I'm ready to go, and uh, yeah, let's let's talk some football, buddy. We got a big game coming up, a historic game, no doubt. Uh, and the the fire starters, you out there are fired up and ready to go. Uh, Tauzan, Tico Napoli, Andrea. Richie Lynn, uh, jogging doggies says, Hey, uh, Zach and DB. Uh, great to see you all there. I saw somebody checking in from Singapore as Ooh. well, which is awesome. Uh, but, uh, he might ask you a everybody. skill testing question about Singapore this time. Uh, DB, you can redeem I'll get it yourself. Straight this time. Hey, I saw Bob Dice today at Starbucks. It was double the stars, double the points today. If you ordered online. So I got myself an, uh, a sort of brown sugar oat thingy. That's why we have today. Only half the syrup, folks, but I, I had to I had to give myself a treat and uh I saw Bobby Dice there and actually a couple of us mauled him at uh well he was waiting for his order, but nice guy. He knows UDB, says hi, and uh I, I wish him all the best and uh you know Winnipeg guy and hopefully he gets that uh interim tag pulled off. So nice to see yeah. Bobby Dice in the neighborhood. Lots of storylines going into yeah. uh the 2022 yeah. 23 off season. Uh, and of course, we got you covered here on Bonfire Sports. Uh we're going to talk Blue Bombers day 1. Day 1, I guess you could call it big time air quotes for those listening in podcast land. Uh prep for the West Final, who was practicing, who was resting, uh how is the lineup looking heading into the West Final on Sunday. We will recap the two semifinal games, Montreal and Hamilton, uh, as well as Calgary and BC, both favorites won, but in my opinion, both underdogs won. Uh, we've yeah. got prizes 
to give away and not just yeah. one or two but we got a whole bunch so keep it locked there as well we've got your division final to get to we'll have our nfl picks as we always do and we'll talk a little bit of uh gray cup week which is just days away zach i don't know Crazy. about you but i'm i'm pumped for the gray cup it's gonna be awesome Oh, dude, and, and if and, and when we get there, not if, well, hopefully we get to be in the writer's dress room. Although, as Michael Shea, Michael Shea said on his show, they, they'd be happy to stay in a school bus and freeze their butts off, you know, which I actually believe. I think the Bombers are, are those type of folks. But, yeah, man, it, it's it, it's in, in five days, we'll be talking Grey Cup prep, and you'll be... You'll be, are you going there early, Darren? When are you heading out? Oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get there as soon as I can. I'm going to cover the Jets from Regina. I'm going to cover them remotely for NHL.com. Nice. So I'm going to be locked in on Grey Cup week from start to finish. Uh, so if you don't already, follow on Twitter, at Darren Bombing, uh, Bonfire Sports TV. You can find us on Facebook, uh, all of it. You want links to all that stuff? bonfiresports.ca you'll find links to zach's twitter and the rest if you're not on twitter it's in the news right now so jump in before it disappears uh i, I kid of course but um first things first zach i have to mention this our good friends at shannon's irish pub are going to be open this sunday for the west final so get down there early get a good table and a little bit later in the show we got a prize to give away which is going to uh, definitely brighten your time at shannon's irish pub as you see right there on the screen just a quick shot down the street from true north square 175 carlton they got 21 beers on tap amazing food game day specials for jets and bombers home games and away games uh i'm thinking we're going to convince gerard and louise the fantastic owner operators of shannon's irish pub to open gray cup sunday they don't normally open on sundays oh we open this sunday so head down to shannon's irish pub zach you know this because i've been telling you on the show i've also been telling you just in private conversations that you and i have at eight at night, eight in the morning and everything in between. Every time all Ooh, over. Cannons is awesome. Gerard is a legit trained and exemplary chef. You're not going to get just your regular pub food there. So good. Go check them out. There's the uh, website on the screen. Shannon's Irish get down there. If you can't make it for the West final, or you're going to the game head there anytime uh, you stroll through downtown Winnipeg iconic spot you've never been so cool in the basement uh under the streets of downtown winnipeg oh and that you talked about that bison uh was it a bison burger there darren a, well they got a wild boar oh and the a wild venison boar in the, yeah yeah i uh, let's go it, it sounds let's go is right let's it sounds, go and it I, sounds amazing i think we're gonna have a little bit of a bonfire cfl season wrap party there oh, following the great cup chris walby's like look I got to get down. Heard the food's good. He likes a cold one. They've got cold ones. Lots of great drinks and oh, everything. Man. So big shout out you, to you, me, uh, Walby, uh, some of, some of our some of our friends like uh, Taylor Allen, Nick Kowalski. Maybe maybe we'll fly him in. We'll we'll see. We'll see. We'll get uh, Josh Fry, Sam, Jeff Hamilton. If he, we'll you get know. the crew, Ted get Wyman. Yeah, we'll get we'll Ted. Get yeah, out. yeah. No, it'd be great. Uh, I can't wait, buddy. And look, DB was on TV, like CFL.ca with Christina Constable. You guys were it's internet uh, TV. Yeah, whatever. You guys were great. He, he does podcasts. He does YouTube. He does he does TV. That he was does fun. 
He does the waggle. Check out the waggle, by the way. I just finished listening to the West preview with you and Enoch and uh, Donovan Bennett. Good stuff. Good stuff. And we're also yeah. going to talk a little bit about uh, our fantasy and pick'em leagues. We're we're making a bit of a pivot there, folks. We're going to go into the playoffs. We'll talk about that. We're not giving away prizes today. And uh, I'll just give you an update on the TSV stuff, our, our holiday prize pack. Uh, when we're gonna we are going to give away a prize from Shannon. So uh, keep it yes, locked. Yes, today there is that. a prize. Hey, Tina's here. All right. No doubt. Good to see hey. everybody. Uh, hey, Darren, Darren, I got to hey. interrupt you. Corey May had a hilarious idea, which is awesome. Maybe for next year. Uh, if someone wins a contest, one of us goes and live live streams from their house. I feel like you, I don't know if you'd be the guy because you like a pretty perfect setup. You're you're a little bit uh, particular. Business, man. I, business. I, I could go anywhere. I, I, I'm, I'm adaptable and you know, as long as you have internet, you're the adaptable dad idea. of bonfire sports. Oh, the adaptable. Oh, that's time change, buddy. Anybody who uh, has kids, like the time change is the worst. Dude, try traveling west to Vancouver with two time zones and then back on it. You know? Yeah. So try that. I will. I will try that. And you get up with my four year old at four in the morning, and he's ready to go. And then at well, five you. o'clock at night, he's throwing stuff at his sister. No, four, and then... four in the afternoon for forty five minutes. That's Uncle DB time, and that's that's about all you get. All right, let's get into it, Zach, because it was day one of Blue Bombers practice down at IG Field. Oh yeah, it buddy. Pulled Adam Big Hill in shorts and <laughs> short sleeves. Check my Twitter for a picture uh, of Adam Big Hill uh, and how he was prepared or not so prepared or not even worrying about being prepared for the cold conditions. The blue bombers are acclimatizing themselves for what will be a chilly uh, West final Sunday. Good to see big Hill involved and on the field. Jackson Jeffcoat involved and on the field. Demario Houston, not working with the first team defense. It's still Desmond Lawrence alongside Jamal Parker on that field side. Is that um, right? So Houston wasn't with, because everybody on Twitter was asking about Houston. You know, everybody figured Dembski and, and Biggie were, would be fine after that collision. And then Sean was back. And but, they are. And they and, are. But Houston, so, so Houston is not with the ones. What do you make of that? Anything at this point? I mean, could be a little cloak and dagger. It's the playoffs. Like, look, Bonfire Nation. It's the playoffs, yeah. okay? We see what playoffs. we see during practice, and then they'll close a practice, and then they'll hold, hold a closed walkthrough. And then you got to remember, these guys are, are there for hours and hours every day, especially in the postseason. They're putting in work. They're not going to show all of their cards, not yeah. for a second when the TSN cameras uh, and the Bonfire Sports cameras are, are rolling. So uh, what do I make of it? I want to see practice on Thursday. Friday will be closed. Saturday's a closed walkthrough, that sort of thing. Maybe tomorrow's closed. I can't remember. But another. So you got only got one more practice to look at, eh? That's right. If that, wow. Yeah. But uh, Chris Kolinkowski yes. back practicing, but it was Michael Couture working with the first team offense at center. Okay. Mike yeah. Miller listed as limited today, but we did get a chance to speak to him in the media. I had a quick chat with the killer Mike Miller. Uh, he is excited and ready to go for the postseason. Um, Shane Gauthier limited today, but didn't look any worse for wear. Um, you know, a couple guys that are still out, Malcolm Thompson, Noah Hallett, the Canadian defensive backs, uh, Theadric Hansen, or pardon me, Theadric Hansen, uh, was a non-participant. Same with Carlton Agadosi, same with Kyrie Wilson. With Hansen, Agadosi, and Wilson, I do not expect those guys to play not just this week, but in a potential Grey Cup. Uh, as well but all things said 
the one player people are really keeping a close eye on is Dalton Schoen. And he was on the field running hard. They listed him as limited on the injury report today, but he was working with the ones. He was running hard, spending time after practice, just as he normally does with a machine that fires tennis balls. And him and Brady Oliveira always work on their high eye-hand coordination, nice. catching tennis balls after practice. So I think Dalton Schoen appears good to go for Sunday with Nick Dembski, with Greg Ellingson, Drew Wolitarski, Rashid Bailey, all of them uh, in practice and, and uh, going today, even though some of those guys were listed as limited. So things look good from a health perspective. Frankly, really good from a health perspective for the Winnipeg Blue Bombers going into the West final. No, the, the shown thing was concerning, right? Like that kind of came out of nowhere. This was a guy who played every single game and, and never had health issues. Of course, he's a young guy, but yeah, when I heard that, I was a little concerned because there, there's your deep ball threat. We talked about that at the beginning of the year. Who's the deep ball threat? Well, it ended up being Dalton shown hands down. Uh, uh, mix in a little bit of Nick Dembski, the Canadian army knife, of course, but uh, yeah, you got to have shown there. Uh, I just, I just can't wait. I mean, this defense is shaping up right now, Darren, because I think that was a huge concern of fans uh, all over the country, the Bomber Nation, Bonfire Nation. What is this defense going to look like? Because they got lit up in that Hamilton game on the road and it was hot, muggy conditions. I know it was, a, it was a, one of those games where Dane Evans just, uh, ha maybe he, he had his Wheaties or whatever. He didn't have them this weekend, but um you know, this is a different defense, I think, than 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 that. You've got the linebackers back in this DB core. You know, let, let let's let's rack them up. I mean, you've got Desmond Lawrence, Houston potentially, with with this up and coming uh, Jamal Parker, who's really shown up, Brandon Alexander, and then you've got the tarpaulin Dietrich Nichols, who I noticed you couldn't help but but mention on the waggle. You just Had couldn't to. help yourself. Couldn't help Look, yourself. And then Winston Rose, of if, course. If I get an opportunity to talk to the whole country on CFL.ca, I'm going to mention the Blue Bombers' most outstanding defensive player, in my opinion, Dietrich Nichols. Of course you are. I, I just had a chuckle to myself. I, not that I disagree with you. I, I mean, this, that's a nice five-man umbrella when, when Nathan Rourke is trying to rain down a deluge from hell right this guy can chuck the ball and he can he can get it out quick so i am very heartened to hear about about this uh this these dbs and then jeff code is is seem, seemingly healthy hey darren he's been a bit of a question mark up and down the past yeah few games. he's been working through some things but but looks good and and looks uh like like he's ready to play so it's it's Keon Adams Willie Jefferson yep. uh Jackson Jeffcoat working in at uh at defensive end it is Jake Thomas Casey Sales uh and Cameron Lawson working at defensive tackle so uh, all hands on deck which is 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 fantastic uh, to see for the Blue Bombers from uh, a health situation. Uh, good friend Mark Legace in the live chat tonight. What's going on, Mark? Thanks for uh, joining us. Bound to be game of the yeah. year. Well, a lot said. of people are calling this the real Grey Cup. So yeah. I've had that thought too, but you know what? It's not the real Grey Cup. The real Grey Cup is the Grey Cup, and and we've seen in the past, in the near near past, Darren, where dominant western teams like the calgary stampeders 
they get there, seemingly beating the best teams, and they lose to sub 500 teams or or 500 teams inexplicably 2016-2017. So should the Bombers win this game, I uh, listen, look how we played Toronto and Montreal, the, the two contenders. Tight. Toronto almost beat us. They, they, they were a point after away from tying that game uh, at the end of regulation. Boris Beattie inexplic- inexplicably misses a point after. Montreal beats us. Their, their defensive line gave us all sorts of trouble. We did beat them in Montreal, but this it ain't going to be easy. No, it's going to be a hell of a football game. These are two very well-matched teams. Uh, Nathan Rourke obviously leads the storyline. I I understand Zach Kolaris, the MOP season. uh, No doubt in my mind, he will take home that award. But the reality is, with the way Nathan Rourke came out in his second pro season, first as a starter, and first... first uh, half of the season, just the way he came out, absolutely gangbusters um, and then getting injured and now coming back, getting a bit of a warm up game in the regular season finale, then headed home, big game at BC place, 31,000 fans were there. Awesome. Awesome atmosphere in Vancouver. I took it in, in person. It was amazing to be there and to see that fan base rejuvenated and how loud they got when Nathan Rourke was introduced and how intense they were throughout the game. Uh, That was a great thing to see. And then as we continue to watch Nathan Rourke, he seemed to kind of warm up through the game and uh, settle in and and look more comfortable. Um, The like, I'll I'll get into it right now. The explosion in his legs is not there. It's just not the same burst, the same explosion, the same, um, you know, jump in his step. Can he move around? Yes. Can he escape the pocket? Yes. Can he do it the same way he used to do it? No, not with this hurt foot. Rick Campbell, head coach of the BC Lions, was asked by Farhan Lalji after the game about the injured foot and the rest. And he says, I don't see Nathan Rourke is injured, but he is definitely hurting the limp was evident uh you know at the end of the game as he came off the field um calgary stampeders really tried to put a lot of pressure on nathan Rourke late in that game and well in the end Rourke did enough and it was definitely helped by james butler in the bc lions run game right and um you know we'll, we'll talk about the way that game went down in a second but uh Rourke from the waist up looks like his regular old self and uh doesn't matter cold weather warm weather in a dome or whatever uh, yeah. when you have that threat of nathan Rourke's laser laser sharp accuracy lightning quick release and ability to make every throw on the football field um that leads this game with zach Kolaris and and nathan Rourke. in my opinion the two best players in the cfl today Definitely the two best quarterbacks. Uh, this is an absolutely marquee matchup uh, at the Madhouse on Matheson on Sunday. Well, as we're just get right into this, man. Like from what you saw from Nathan Rourke, how do the Bombers stop him? Because we know that he can get rid of the ball very quickly. He can go to like for a rookie or almost a rookie. This guy can go to the second and third, fourth reads extremely quickly. So. I almost liken it to a to a Cy Young level pitcher. You know, sometimes you just can't stop them if they're right on. But 
you can stop them because we have uh, one of the most elite defenses in the league, and we have Richie Hall and and Jordan Younger and that staff, and and I'm sure they put together a game plan. So if you if you have a guy that's kind of limping, he doesn't quite have that power in his legs, but he's still got that zinger of an arm. How do you uh, how do you stop a guy like that, Darren? If you're the Bombers defense. Well, look, what you need to do, and I just wanted to pull up this this comment from, uh, from Corey <laughs> I know. I was trying to, to move my chair. That yeah. chain would not yeah. let you leave uh, no. Bonfire Midweek. Um, <laughs> how do you how do you stop someone like Nathan Rourke? Well, look, I mean, there's the cliche usual things, right? Sure. You pressure him, you limit the run game, you uh, try to uh, contain him as a quarterback. The reality is... Lucky Whitehead, still questionable for this game. He is going to try to practice later this week, but was in a walking boot all week long. I had a you know quick hello uh, uh, with the former Blue Bomber uh, following walkthrough day um, at, uh, at BC Place. Had a good chat with Marcus Sales. He has been coming on extremely strong, yeah. especially the last month of the season. But Lucky, whether he's in or out, the reality is Dominique Grimes, Brian Burnham, uh, a player that really emerged in the West semifinal was Alexander Hollins, who had three yeah. second down conversions, including a really good catch between two converging Calgary Stampeders defenders. Uh, you know, pulled that ball in for a, a uh, I don't even think that one was actually a second down conversion. I think that made it third and one. So he nearly had four, um, but they, they picked up that first down and um, th- they've got a lot of weapons at their disposal. And uh, James Butler is one of those tailbacks that can be spelled, um, you know, or involved in the pass game as well. So how do you limit Nathan Rourke? You can never stop him. I I don't believe that for a second, but Winnipeg has had a lot of success against Nathan Rourke this season. I'm not looking too much at that regular season finale, but looking back to Saturday, July 9th, Uh, And that game in Vancouver where Winnipeg took a 43-22 win, a convincing one at that. And they really kept Nathan Rourke at bay. He was clicking on all cylinders uh, going into that game. And and Winnipeg did some things like, look, I'm I'm not an X's and O expert, but they did some things in that game that really kept Nathan Rourke at bay. Um, But from us watching, I think you know, limiting and, and and really focusing on James Butler not getting going, especially in a cold weather game, is big. And then Willie Jefferson, Keon Adams, Jackson Jeffcoat, and the guys on the interior as well. But Rourke is one of those guys that likes to operate in the pocket. If you can pinch that pocket down and keep him from rolling out because he is a little bit hampered there and a little bit mm-hmm. slower than normal, missing a little bit of that burst from his legs. I think that's how you make him uncomfortable. You let him know you're there. And, you know, uh, the Calgary Stampeders, in my opinion, last week, Zach, just was a little bit too little too late. It wasn't just Bo Levi coming in late uh, and doing too little too late. Um, it, it was the defense as well. They put a lot of pressure on Rourke in the third quarter, took him down a couple times. Sean Lemon, uh, Falerin, Orlamade, um, you know, they, they, they brought the heat from the defense, but it was definitely too little too late. Winnipeg needs to get in Nathan Rourke's face early and often. And the other injury uh, note outside of uh, Lucky Whitehead, just to to cap this sack, um, is um, Joel Figueroa, their starting left tackle. They brought in a guy named Braxton, I think. He's an absolute monster. Talking to Adam Big Hill uh, a little bit uh, uh, off mic today. They said they, they like to pull him. They do this you know, kind of run style where they'll 
pull an offensive lineman off the line of scrimmage, run him down the line to kind of block for uh, the tailback on the other side of the line. They were doing it with him. Figueroa, if he's able to play, is definitely an upgrade in that style of the yeah. run game and obviously in protecting on the blind side. So, you know, to, to, to go on and on about it, um, it'll be – uh, to me, that's, that's the key to this game. It's Nathan Rourke versus the vaunted blue bombers defense. Um, and, and, you know, can Rourke do it similar to how he did it last week at home? Can he do that against a more tough, you know, a tougher defense, a better defense in my opinion. And of course with, uh, 33,000 probably screaming, uh, nut bars, uh, at the madhouse on Matheson. I take uh, offense to that. I'm a chocolate bar or a nut bar. Who eats a nut bar? I'm I'm one of those like full meal deal extra extra big chocolate bar. They were giving angry. out those they 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 were giving out like full size chocolate bars at Halloween this year. I don't know what happened, but well, yeah, and has then a there haul, were some buddy. with a little extra in there too. Woo! Yes, yes, there were. I wouldn't mind getting my hand on them, but well, not for kids. Not for kids. Yeah. Uh, James Butler is a guy that a lot of people sort of under are, you know they underrate that's not a verb but he's he's quite underrated they talk about Kadeem Carey and and that, and that Calgary run game which I don't know what happened there Darren did, did Dickinson outsmart himself I have no idea but it didn't it, it, and they were getting a nice average and they they just didn't stick with it especially with with Mayer not not really looking super comfortable but anyway that's that's in the past I mean James Butler is is underrated I think and and he can really um, put a smackdown on a defense if him and Rourke are clicking or or they're containing Rourke and, and they can use Butler to get the run game going and open things up. Yeah, no no question. I think that's going to be very important for, for both of these teams. You know, let, let's shift over to the Winnipeg Blue Bombers and Brady yeah. Oliveira, you know, gets to 1,000 yeah. yards this season. Uh, one of only four Canadian tailbacks to reach 1,000 yards since the year 2000, uh, joining Jerome Messam. Uh, John Cornish and of course Andrew Harris um, and I, I think Winnipeg's offensive line you know getting Michael Couture back I understand he came back from injury in that broken arm Chris Kolonkowski retained that job I never saw it as a Wally Pip situation no. where you know one player comes in and steals the job for good um, but hey you know like similar to the defensive backfield defensive and uh, even receiver uh, the way guys have, have stepped in and stepped up uh, the Blue Bombers uh, have a little bit of wealth there in the middle of their run game. And don't think for a second the run game relies on the big names. If you want to call mm -hmm. Stanley Bryant and Jamarcus Hardrick those big names, it relies on those guys in the interior and Jeff Gray and Pat Newfeld and and Michael Couture as well to, uh, you know, get in there, get their nose dirty and it's the playoffs. It's about setting a physical tone. It's about bringing that level of aggression and level of uh, assertiveness in the run game and at the line of scrimmage and even in pass protection, um, you know, I think Winnipeg probably has an advantage in that situation. Yeah. You know, uh, Obam Guacham is a, a heck of a, a good defensive lineman. Uh, you know, BC has talent uh, up front, but uh, I, I just think Winnipeg is going to do what Winnipeg has done for years, whether it was Andrew Harris or Brady Oliveira or Johnny Augustine, uh, it doesn't matter. You know, uh, it started with Paul Apolise and and Andrew Harris. It continues now to Buck Pierce and Brady Oliveira. Uh, they're going to uh, punch you in the mouth right at the uh, point of attack, and that that's the run game in the middle. And and in my opinion, Darren, if the Bombers and when the Bombers get that run game going early in the first quarter, it, for me, it's almost like curtains for the other team. 
if the Bombers can get the power running game going and dictate the physicality and the pace of the game at the beginning, it just seems like other teams just wither and die. I find it the closer games are when the Bombers, you know, turn the ball over like they did in the West final last year to the tune of six times, but only gave up 10 points. It's, it's when they turn the ball over, they can't get the run game going that they seem to have problems. And, and they were able to, able to overcome that in the West final last year because Andrew Harris was an absolute monster, as he always is against Saskatchewan. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I, I think uh, with, with, with McRae, too, and Janarian, uh, and Dembski, of course, providing uh, some different run looks and a healthy offensive line, I think this Bomber team you can count on them to at the very least match the intensity of BC. And with that crowd and what's on the line and that weather, I just think those guys are going to be fired up like, like nobody's business. I'm not saying this is going to be the 2011 East final when, when the Hamilton tiger cats waltzed in here after beating uh, Calvillo and the Alouettes at home in overtime. And then they just didn't want to play in the cold. That was a cold day. I'm not going to say that's going to happen, but I, I just think that we have a distinct advantage all over the field, and and uh, I I just I just love this offense. I I feel like like against most teams this this year, Darren, this offense was almost scoring at will, and then they you know they might let a team back in. There were some losses and some close games, but when Kolaris is on, and then he gets outside the pocket on you. And then, you know, the DBs start to creep up because he's, he's, he's exited the pocket and then they leave their receivers. I think those DBs in BC, as you guys were talking about the waggle, they're going to have to be very disciplined because on those broken plays, I use in quotation marks, Kolaros can just burn you. Yeah. He can he, just I don't burn know if you. there's anybody as talented or oh. equipped to extend plays not like, you know, take off and run, but extend plays with your legs laterally, you know, yep. move the line, move the pocket, move left and right, roll out and uh, extend plays when the pocket collapses and things break down and you're kind of, you know, looking who's out there. It's Dalton Schoen. It's Nick Dembski. Yep. Those guys have shown their ability to do it, but it all starts and, and finishes, frankly, with Zach Kolaris and, and a real impressive talent that he has. I've been talking about this, you know, pe people have been wanting to talk about Nathan Rourke and Zach Kolaris and, and compare and contrast two different points in their career. Zach, extremely accomplished and, um, you know, uh, frankly, the best quarterback in the CFL today. Nathan Rourke, not even 25 years old, half a season of phenomenal play uh, and physical tools and even mental tools uh, nearly unmatched. This yeah. is the way I see it. Nathan Rourke has maybe a better arm. He yeah. has, I just think a little bit more power, uh, has a very, very quick release. I'm not saying Zach yep. doesn't have these things. Okay. No, but Nathan Rourke's release speed and strength are elite, like top, top, top. Uh, and, and that's a reason why he will get looks in, in the NFL this winter and, and into next year. Yeah. Um, his escapability when healthy yeah. is off the charts, you know, his ability to, uh, you know, not just step up in the pocket and deliver or but throw run, on the run oh. or even throwing, you know, on, on a rollout against his body, like to the left, but his ability to run upfield and, and be that uh, true dual threat style quarterback. Those are his strengths. Zach Kolaris is crafty. 
He's smart. He's experienced. He obviously has the arm. He obviously has the ability to extend plays uh, and, and break out of the pocket and scramble and, and do all of those things. But his true strength is something you can't always teach and something yeah. you can't always just provide as a coach or as a teammate or, or whatever. Uh, it's experience. It's just football IQ. Um, th those are some of the things I think Zach Kalaris brings. Um, he just has a little bit of magic. People love saying Nathan Rourke and, you know, here, yeah. here comes the, no. the Rourke magic. He has the it factor, right? Zach has the it factor and, and Rourke does. probably has I it too. Zach Kolaris is the MOP in, in, in my opinion in 2022 once again because he was even better than last year. And yeah. he saw that magic over and over and over again in a team like Winnipeg. They won 15 games for a reason. The defense helped. The special teams helped. But Zach Kolaris led the way. Well, and, and it's interesting. I'm monitoring the chat here. There's a bit of a debate going, and there, there's some folks who are saying, you know, like we expect Winnipeg to win and Winnipeg to win easily. And other other folks are pumping the brakes and they're saying, like, listen, this is a one and done. Anything could happen. And I'm kind of on that side. You know, I, I'm not trying to be a pessimist, but anything can happen in a one and done game. And football is uh, finicky. Uh, you can have a couple turnovers. It's a, uh, it's cold. You could have a slippery ball. I mean, a football, right? You saw you a, last you year. You can have a rock hard football or a rock hard football. Someone can get injured. God forbid. Right. Like it's, um, and BC has talent and they're well coached. I think Ryan Phillips is a good defensive coach. Corey makes Uh, you got Rick Campbell. Who's won a great cup. He's been to, mm -hmm. to, to another, he's got pedigree. Well I mean, team. They're a well-coached team, and then Terry Williams on special teams is is good. Jordan Maximic, they're OC. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, but here here's where I see one advantage w w is with the, I look back at the way we played BC on July 9th, and I know of course Rourke has evolved since then, but he's also had these injuries. This injury, um, we now all know what Liz Frank means. It's it's not some friend of ours named Liz Frank, but it's it's a Liz Frank, <laughs> you know. Who knew what that was before Nathan Rourke's well, injury? As a French doctor, <laughs> or as a French doctor, um, you have you have this Winnipeg defense that I think is crafty, and I think they have veteran savvy. And you saw that when they took away his they 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 have these pre pre snap and post snap reads that they do, and I think they did that. And look no further than that Jackson Jeffcoat interception in that in that first drive that Nathan Rourke had. And he was at the height of his powers, right? Like he had crushed Toronto. He'd crushed Edmonton. I think he beat Toronto like 44 to three or something. And, and of course, that's a Toronto team that won the East Division. And it's a Toronto team that won the East Division with an outstanding defense. Right, right. And and he, he lit them up and he was lighting teams up. And, and he did throw a couple of haymakers, like a couple of 60-yard bombs for touchdowns. But... It was that pre-snap look that, that that Jeff Code is creeping up to the line, and no other D lineman's D lineman could do this. Like Jackson Jeff Code and Willie Jefferson's a game wrecker. I see those guys as X factors in this game that you know they can they can trick Nathan Rourke a little bit. And 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 you have Richie Hall who's seen it all, Darren. That maybe these DBs, you take away that first read or or you know, what he sees pre-snap is a little bit different post-snap. And you saw him get picked off a couple times. And I, I just see the Bomber defense keying in on that. And, and I think they'll have some tricks up their sleeves. And I think you can't overstate the value of an Alden Darby coming into this lineup. He's a veteran. He's also seen it all. 
He, he, he creates turnovers. He plays that very difficult dime spot, Darren, where, where he's going to have to be responsible for guys like James Butler, but also guys in coverage like the Brian Burnham's or whoever they throw into that slot. And I, I, I am much more confident in this defense with Alden Darby there. Like this is the way I look at it. And it, this, this thought kind of came from a conversation about who the blue bombers would prefer to face. And we talked about that here on, on bonfire midweek yeah. uh, recently. And, you know, I don't know if the blue bombers wanted to face the Calgary Stampeders. Like they'll never admit it. You know, like I have a one-on-one conversation you can find on our YouTube page uh, with Brandon Alexander just a couple weeks ago. And it's like, you know, fan question, who would you rather face? Of course, he's never going to answer that or, or at least uh, address it, uh, address it truthfully. Right. But, you know, because it doesn't matter to them, but the reality is they probably didn't want to face Calgary. So no, the way I see this I is while the BC lions have, you know, veterans like Sook Chung, um, you know, uh, like uh, Luchez Purifoy and TJ Lee and Gary Peters and Marcus Sales, who did it in the cold weather here, um, Brian Burnham and, and uh, Dominic Grimes. And, um, you know, uh, they've got players there that have been in CFL playoff cold weather games before. But the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, similar to Calgary, are battle hardened and they know what it takes not just to win in the playoffs or win in the cold, but how to prepare for that game, how to execute in that game, and then really how to dig deep late. Let's remember mm-hmm. the West Final last year. Yeah. Zach Kolaris was act- asked about it this afternoon. You know, what are your memories of that West Final? And it was, well, I remember the crowd. Yeah. I'm sure they also remember five giveaways in the first half and six yeah. in the game. Um, you know, uh, the live chat tonight waiters mentioning you know uh, he he didn't think that uh, the bombers deserved to win or, or should have won that west final game i disagree i think they did deserve to win that game a lot of those giveaways were kind of just tip balls the dempsey yeah. touchdown shot yeah. and, and that sort of thing end zone shot um but the bombers are battle hardened and i yeah. asked zach Kolaris yeah. today i asked michael shea today we're going to hear from them uh, on uh, game day, Winnipeg and Chris Walby joins me on Saturday. Maybe I'll throw some stuff up uh, this week because I want to produce something like, look, keep it locked to bonfire all week. Uh, Going to get you covered uh, top to bottom ahead of the West final, but asking about uh, staying mentally focused and staying mentally yeah. engaged as a team, as individuals, as coaches, ensuring the fellow coaches, the rest of the staff and the team, the players are engaged and focused when you go game by game one and all each week west final yeah i i think i, winnipeg, I, I, I don't i don't just just to cap it yeah Zach, sorry just to cap okay. it I, I don't see winnipeg having a problem there in the words of mike o'shea he simply said you know these guys know what they want yeah that's not like oh yeah we've done these things to make sure we're focused it's these guys know what they want yeah. Okay. Well, Michael Shea, I trust you at this point. Enough said. Yeah. You, 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 you know, and I think it was, I think it was in your wag. Check out that waggle episode. There's lots of gems in there, folks, but I'll give away a couple that, that if a team is going to beat the bombers, um, they, the, the, the bombers will have thrown everything they had of that team 
right? They, they will be prepared. They yep. will not beat themselves. They'll be disciplined. They will make timely plays. You know, Zach Kolaris is good for timely plays, right? You know, you shake their hand and you wish that team luck if they beat the Bombers, but it's, it's a, it's a hard task at home in that weather with that crowd. I think they're going to be looking to take BC to, to task early, Darren, and, and throw some things at them, maybe throw some new things, ram that Brady Oliveira down their throat and, and just, just get going. And that this is a team and you talk about last year's playoffs and, and maybe this will be my cap on this Darren is I rewatched the great cup recently and it, it, and it, you know, it struck me again that this was a team that was basically a road team mm-hmm. against Hamilton with that crowd. That was, I was, you and I were there. That was 95% black and yellow, right? Uh, that was basically a home game for the Hamilton tiger cats they were trying to get revenge and they were up by 12 points in the gray cup. And the bombers just had a way that, you know, they got the win in the fourth. It was a co- smart coaching decision by O'Shea and they made timely plays when they needed to with, with a little sprinkle of uh, Sergio Castillo being a robo kicker, of course, mm. But, you know, Kolaris threw two picks in a row on two consecutive drives to Cameron Kelly. They, they were down by 12. Uh, I think the Ticats made some coaching uh, errors in that game. And it's just, you, it's, it, it just it just adds to the myth that you kind of have to play a perfect game against these Bombers when they're on to beat them. Because, listen, they will find a way. They've been, they've been in the very most important game uh, of, of all, the Grey Cup, down 12 in enemy territory and they found a way to take that game back and and you just yep. remember those stunned Ticat fans as soon as it went to overtime they knew that that it was over i think that was my sense of rewatching it um they just grabbed the momentum and, and that was it but well the it, the knee in the end zone it was like what the tim white knee and i think that oh. kind of it, it almost like it was like something was crawling on the skin of Ty Cats uh, fans at that point. It was just like, totally. Okay. Things aren't going our way. Yeah. You know? something, um, there's something in yeah, the air. The, the bombers were gritty. They dug gritty deep. Is a good word. Yeah. Um, and, and you look at the way that game ended, right? It wasn't just one big play. It was three guys yeah. making a very deft. Play. It was three men and three men and a baby, right? The way Kyrie oh, that Wilson baby ball. rocked that, that baby, baby ball. You hold on and, to that baby. And Winston, don't don't think that was a fluke, <laughs> folks. Winston Rose, as he's going to the ground, takes that Dietrich Nichols tip pass and lobs it to Kyrie Wilson. And let let's give some. Uh, a little more props to Dietrich Nichols because I had forgotten Darren that Jalen Acklin had a game-winning touchdown in his hands with 20 seconds left a yard into the end zone and Dietrich Nichols just tips that ball away it was a well-thrown ball that was that was the game-winning great cup winning touchdown and Dietrich Nichols played that perfectly you couldn't have played it any better it, it might have been the play of the game. And that tarpaulin saved their butts. Yeah. <laughs> Folks, we, we can't we can't let Darren go and 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 uh move on from the semifinal topic without, you know, raining on his parades. Speaking of raining and, and using that metaphor to death. Oh uh, were, were you surprised your Hamilton Tiger Cats? <laughs> My Hamilton took Tiger the L, Cats, right? You know, My I, I Hamilton... took them too. Don't don't that's, don't that's what the goal yeah, that's right. I that's had them. The I bet, I bet on them. Right? I did a sweet little parlay mm-hmm. on SIA. 
Yeah, uh, yeah. I got the red for the stamps and the gold yeah, right. for uh, for the the tie cats and uh, yeah. I'm wearing my Argos double blue today. That's and, right. Uh, oh, that's and the that's rest, not right? Argos double blue. No, look, I, was I surprised? Yeah, I thought Hamilton would yeah. play a lot better, but Montreal came out, punched the Tie Cats in the mouth right from the start, and did not let up. They went bang, 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 and were up twenty-one nothing. Uh, they played a very, very good, solid, complete football game. And yeah, there was a yeah. bit of a lull there in the second half where you know uh, the opponent is going to to yep. you know get desperate and swing back but they also made a quarterback change and just like it, dave yeah. dickinson said uh orlando steinauer said it too looking for a spark looking for something so in came matt schiltz and it worked for a little while and then the turnover con- turnovers continued and yeah. well the the rest is history but you know not a good week for me on sia.com <laughs> slash bonfire but overall been doing very well this you year have. So still playing with the house money things are good things are good if you haven't yet there is still time you can put uh, a little sprinkle down on your gray cup favorite or your west final favorite you can even find uh, some some futures bets there right now of what you think the uh the uh gray cup matchup will be so head on over sia.com slash bonfire sign up through that exclusive link you'll get a 100 bonus so let's say you put 100 bucks in let's just say you got 100 bucks burning a hole in your pocket you're feeling good you put it in there when you wager that 100 you get another 100 in bet credits in your account so 100 bucks equals two 250 equals five you know the rest uh, i think they've even boosted it up to a thousand dollar max right now so head there Oof. right now um, and use that exclusive link to help us here uh, on the channel sia.com slash bonfire and uh, get your yeah. cfl fix there nhl nfl too right absolutely all, all sorts of sports in there i love me some sia darren but before we move on to our to our picks and and a little bit of a more previewing here i do want to remind people we have a special prize to give away from shannon's at the end of the show we're going to talk mm-hmm. uh fantasy and pick em updates but this tfe tf uh tsv rather uh, the sports, the thriller, sports friend, vault, the sports vault with the David Thompson, not that David Thompson, uh, Winnipeg, great Winnipeg company, friends of ours. Uh, we have this prize pack for the holidays. We're actually going to give it up. Great cup, great. Give it out. Great cup week, which I think is good. You know, it goes along with the holidays. So of course we've got this, uh, beautiful jet sculpted mug. We got this official sideline gear, hand warmer for the bombers. You've got these beautiful blue bombers ornaments for your Christmas tree or Hanukkah bush. And then of course the pièce de la résistance. I don't know if I said that right. This beautiful shaker and drink mixer bomber style tells you all the different drinks you can make with the measurements. Nice. Uh, And actual, like actual physical measurements for a guy like me. uh, You can't go wrong. Add pictures. your ice, give it a shake, and you're rocking. Yeah, and baby. Rolling. And then it comes with uh, a little shot glass too. So there you go. You you'll be uh, doing. That's got the measures cup. on it too, doesn't it? Oh yeah, got the measures. And you're rewatching that Grey Cup win. Uh, you can have this out, and uh, hey, it even comes with a with a customized spoon and fork. Fork on one side, spoon on the other. Oh yeah, fun so on both sides, right? You're, you're muddling or whatever it's called. Sure. And Reaper's in the house, so this show is off the hook, DB. Heck, heck yeah! Reaper, are you gonna have Absolutely. a? Are you gonna have a special uh, 
a special outfit and any little additions, uh, special little things there for your Reaper uh, costume, Western final? Mike, you're asking me? No, not you. Oh, Reaper, Reaper. Reaper. Okay. I'm wondering if like Reaper. Costume for the West Final? Are you going to have a costume there for the West Final? I might rock this. Are you going to dress up as a Ticats fan? <laughs> I might rock that. Oh, boy, that's ooh, sweet. Ooh. Look at that. Look, I know people out there want the bonfire gear. We're get to I'm it working on it. I got hockey. I got football. I got way too much going on right now. Uh, but hopefully we can get uh, the apparel hey, going soon. Come over and babysit my kids. I mean, my wife will stay in the house because I, you know, I don't trust everybody, but uh, maybe Sandy, I trust you or Reaper or, or Greg, Andrea, maybe. Trent's going to Polly. I'm not sure you with those cap locks, but uh, listen, come over, watch my kids. I need like four hours to figure it out and we'll get some, uh, some toques and hats. Beautiful. Well, yeah, you do need an executive uh, assistant. Don't we all? Uh, sportsvault.com and uh, that yeah. prize pack we're going to give away during Grey Cup week. And, and if you missed it earlier, Bonfire Sports is going to be at the 109th Grey Cup all <laughs> week long. I've got you covered here all this week as well. Really working hard to get new content. Now that the Jets are, are on the road for a little bit, working hard to get uh, fresh content on the channel every day this week. I'll be at practice on Thursday. Uh, we'll get a little something cooking on Friday, Saturday, as always, Chris Walby will join me for game day Winnipeg and our pregame show. And then Sunday, game day after dark will be a little delayed. It is an afternoon yeah. game, so we'll get to it at night, truly after dark. But I'm going to have some uh, post-game responsibilities on CFL.ca, so you can keep it locked there as well. I'll have some stuff on uh, you know, before and after the West Final. But game day after dark will be a go on Sunday, oh, just a baby. little bit later than normal. Well, actually, that's good for me, buddy. Get home, get the kids to bed, see the family, and then I can just come downstairs and let her rip. Where, however it goes, I'll let her rip. And, uh, yeah, I can't wait till it. I haven't done an after dark game for eons, buddy. I know. It was that I've BC Josh game. On, on, yeah, yeah, you have to bring Josh in, which he did a great job, by the way. Um, but, yeah, it was that BC game on the road. I can't stay up that late. And then I then we all had COVID, and I couldn't do that one. So it's I, And then we had the bye week, and now another bye week. Boy, it's – I've been there, – there's so much juice in these veins. I just can't – it's just going to be – it's going to be a bloodbath. It's going to be a great show. It's going to be a great show after dark. I can't wait. That's no, where I really I like come on my It gets steamy and inappropriate and and fun. Yeah. I like the way later waiters lays it out in pure yeah, logic true, true. gives us time to get home from the madhouse on Matheson. Okay. Zach, uh, before we get to our picks and who yes, we sir. expect to advance <laughs> from the East and West finals, respectively to the 109th Grey cup in Regina, let's quickly make our NFL picks. Yes. For the week. Let's rip through it quick here because rip look, through look, it quick guys stick around. This okay. Is hot time for CFL football. So let's get through the U S quick uh, and, <laughs> yeah. and move on. All right. I I got uh, Miami covering uh, at home versus Cleveland. Uh, Dogs don't like to be away from home too long. Those those junkyard dogs. Yeah, three and a half. I think Miami covers. And I, Gregory, I'm taking your Dallas Cowboys on the road in uh, Green Bay. If you would have told me Dallas would have had a uh, five point advantage on the spread over Green Bay, well, Mm. Dallas was on the road. 
uh, just just bury those Green Bay Packers and, and Aaron Rodgers. Just bury them, please. Those are my picks, buddy. Okay. And I believe so I am four per... and ten because <laughs> I think I split last week. Nah, we won't get per, to that. Uh, bonfire midweek tradition. I'm picking off the cuff right yeah, now. Yeah, I'm going to take the are, Tennessee wanker. Titans to cover two and a half at home against the Denver Broncos. <laughs> They're bad. Yeah. Uh, and then mm, the Bills, three and a half. I mean, they got some issues with injuries right now. And Josh, Beyond, Allen, Josh Allen being one. Yeah. Uh, mm, mm. How about, I don't like that either. I don't like New Orleans on the road. They're a favorite in Pittsburgh. Um, mm. I'm going to take the San Francisco 49ers to cover seven at home. Cover seven. Okay. Yeah, they got the Chargers, Ooh. who are up and down. I could see it being a bit of a shootout. Okay. Yeah, we'll go All with right. that. Okay. All right. Now, let's go to, well, I've already been there, but we're on there right now. SIA.com slash bonfire and making our picks for the East <sighs> yes, Final. Sir. Alouettes are three-point underdogs going into BMO to face the Argos. The over-under is 48 point zero and zach who do you like do you like toronto to cover three or do you want to take montreal with the points you know i i am gonna take the argos i i think there's just some destiny there that andrew harris will make it to the great cup Mm. in regina face his old team although i don't actually think he makes out of that game uh intact i i think he'll pull something i i just think it's just too many times his, his injuries have caught up to him. But I think A.J. Oled has uh, held himself pretty well, and that Toronto's coached well, I spe- 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 specifically and especially uh, like that Toronto defense, Darren. Uh, I, I think they're strong all over, uh, all, all through those levels uh, th- for, you know, uh, defensive line linebacker and dbs they like to take the yep. ball away they're fast they they are they turn they got them, some they athletes call, they got some athletes and some size and speed so i i like and and you know i do think that if you can shut down the run game against montreal you know it's really trevor harris's timing routes and then he's got two things he's got his timing routes and then he's got just lobbing the ball to eugene lewis down the rail right and and yeah. and you know it's Eugene Lewis, so it, it can often work, uh, even if it doesn't think, even if you don't think it should. But I think if you if you it's it's Trevor Harris, right? Everybody has the book on him. If you can make him uncomfortable, get him off his spot, you know he is going to make the odd play to Eugene Lewis. You just can't really stop it. But I think Toronto, I think Toronto will learn from their from their home loss in the East final last year, Darren. And I think I think it's going to be the Argos representing the East. I tend to agree. Now, look, I'm not sleeping on the Montreal Alouettes. No, they got a good team. Wouldn't be and, surprised know, like, if they won. Don't get me like wrong. Like Larry Ward says, uh, Montreal's defense looks good too, no yeah. doubt. Uh, yeah. You know, Tyrese Beverett and uh, a lot of the, the players that have been making an impact there, it's really been something. And Gino, like, can we talk about Gino Lewis for just a second? He's a freak. Zach Kolaris will be named the CFL's most outstanding player this season. But what a deserving nominee from the East in Eugene Lunas. <laughs> Eugene Lewis, Gino Lewis. Uh, he, he is a special, special player. 
And like, you're right. You just kind of got to lob it up to him or rip it in there, put it somewhere where the defender can't get it. If he knows where it's going to be, he will grab it. Um, You know, a heck of a a season for Gino Lewis and uh, you know, congratulations to him for uh, an outstanding season. Um, I'm sure he's hoping to continue it uh, this week, but I've also got the Argos. I I think they'll cover three points um, and, Similar to you, Zach, I had that same thought. They learned from um, the East final loss at home last year. I I like the Argos uh, in this one. Now, to the piece de la resistance. The BC Lions are four-point dogs at the Madhouse on Matheson on Sunday afternoon. Sorry, Darren. It was was four and a half. Bombers to cover. Or do you take BC with the points? Well, I I had uh, when I looked at SIA a couple hours ago, it was four and a half. Has it moved to four already? It is down to four. Wow. Okay, so there's some action there. You know, Darren, uh, call me a homer. Call me uh, wearing these uh, blue and gold tinted glasses. Let's say I have Winnipeg-itis. I just think that the Bombers, with the home crowd, with the cold, with Rourke's injury, and James Butler, by the way, got a little bit nicked. We have uh, Joel Figueroa, Pumper, buddy. Nice to see you. One of my favorite people here. And and I look forward to seeing you, buddy, uh, at the game. And uh, glad things are going well. Listen, I I think the Bombers are are, are going to beat them. And, and, and I think it's not going to be super close by the end. I, I think it'll be – I think they, they cover the four. I think they win by at least a touchdown. I, I think they take advantage. And if Joe Figueroa is in the game, who knows if he's actually healthy. And I think we have this D-line – uh, Willie, you know, we talked about Zach Kolaris having an X factor, having the it factor. Willie Jefferson is everybody calls him a game wrecker, even when he doesn't get on the stats sheet. You're right. Uh, he's, when, he's gonna show up for the playoffs, man. He's gonna show up. You know, when we played against Hamilton, he his wife Kelly was in labor, right? I mean, th- this guy's gonna be locked in. The kids are delivered, they're safe, they're healthy, they're at home, right? You already see Kelly doing these uh, events for the Bombers, the women's club and all that. Um, I, I think Jeff Coat, because he's healthy, is is, is a real, real difference maker. And um, yeah, I, I see the Bombers really taking it to the Lions and, and we'll have the opportunity by the fourth quarter to start chatting our favorite thing. BC sucks, baby. I have a feeling people are going to be chanting that in the first quarter. Maybe yeah, even, I will uh, be. The, the pregame tailgate, but uh, this is the way I see this game going down. I think BC will flex. I think they will come out firing. Uh, and especially early in the game, I expect them to try to score um, to flip the momentum that the IG field crowd yeah. will bring. Winnipeg's defense has shown to shut down Nathan Rourke in the past in the cold conditions, despite James Butler in the run game, despite all those talented receivers, I think Winnipeg's defense does know how to get in Nathan Rourke's face, both figuratively and literally. Uh, I expect Winnipeg to play a very strong, full, complete 60 minutes. Uh, If BC is able to, um, you know, grab a little bit of momentum and, and and punch him in the mouth a little bit. Winnipeg has that mental fortitude to hang on. The crowd will carry them through as well. I expect Winnipeg to win big. I like the Bombers minus four. Uh, I think this will be a touchdown plus win yep. 
for Winnipeg. So uh, you and I agree on the Argos to cover three, and you and I agree on the Bombers to cover four. So go to SIA.com slash bonfire and sign up now. Get that 100% bonus uh, and put a little sprinkle on the East and West finals. If you parlay those two, let's parlay those. Okay. Bombers minus four, Argos minus three, plays plus 250. So a $10 bet nets you, profits you 25 bucks. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. Listen, I mean, and I, and I, and I, not, not to talk too much about the Western semifinal, um, Darren, I don't want your head to get so big because you you were a star there, buddy, covering that game for CFL.ca. Rising star, Darren bombing. Listen, Calgary outsmarted themselves. Where was that run game? Like the bombers and the coaching staff, they don't do the week. They don't do things. To beat themselves, you saw you saw penalty uh, trouble with 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 Calgary extending BC drives. Like it's those little things that can turn a game at this level when you when you have two elite teams, and the Bombers won't do that. They will stick to their their mo. They will do what they plan to do, and they'll adjust when they have to. They won't take stupid penalties, and if they take one, they won't take another. And they just don't outsmart them. Buck Pierce is, he's just shown himself, Darren, hasn't he? Just to be a master play caller. Well, he did it in the playoffs last year too, right? Where we suddenly saw things we hadn't seen all season. You know, like there's a chapter or three in that playbook that that we haven't seen yet. There's a reason they're closing practices uh, and walkthrough this week or one practice and one walkthrough practice this week, Um, you know? They'll keep something in the tank for a potential Grey Cup, but like, look, if it's late in the fourth quarter and it's a close game, all hands on deck, pull out all the stops, uh, let it all hang out. Um, th- that said, while you know you and I agree, it'll you know the Bombers will cover four. Yeah. Um, I still expect this to be a very entertaining game. I expect it to be oh, a yeah. very hard fought game. The BC Lions are not going to lay down. Uh, they have a lot of momentum coming out of. Um, you know, I'll call it what I really felt it was an upset at home. Yeah. Yeah. To the I Calgary agree. Stampeders. They, to me, they were the better team. I understand BC was the technical favorite three points, but you know, I just don't see it. Uh, I, I didn't see it that way. They're rolling right now. Their quarterback yeah. is effective and healthy enough to be very yeah. effective. Yeah. Um, BC's going to come in and, and, and swing big, try to get to the great cup. And you know, a guy who we haven't mentioned, Darren, I know we got to get to the end of it here, is, is Adam Big Hill. I mean, we haven't talked about him, which is inexcusable. Biggie, it's playoff time. It's Biggie defending every blade of grass, right? He's had some time to heal up. He 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 is going to be an X factor in that game as well. Watch out, James Butler. And and you're asking about stair runs. Well, my my physiotherapist won't like this answer. But Who's I'll be asking doing, about stair runs? Yeah, a bunch of folks, right? Yeah, I, I'm going to be doing a couple stair runs. I'm going to have my brace on. Someone asked who I'm bringing to the game. Well, I'm bringing uh, uh, my favorite person to bring this year. She won the prize. She brought it. Uh, my friend, Caitlin, she wears number nine on the jersey. And her husband, Andrew, they're going to come. Our friend, Jack. My friend, Mark, is coming. And, of course, the mother-in-law and father-in-law are going to be there. It's going to be absolutely epic. I may not have a voice, Darren. I I might be, uh, you know, sipping on on some tea and having some uh, fisherman's friend, but um, 
listen, it's it's gonna be epic, man. It's it's a Western like we're we're there's a bit of an embarrassment of riches with this team, Darren, and we're talking dynasty potentially here. I mean, this is don't forget this is a Western final. Like this is about as big as it gets. This is the biggest game you will get at home unless you're hosting the Grey Cup, which we hopefully will in two years. I mean, I'm almost certain we will, Darren. This is as big as it gets, folks. Three years. Three years? Oh, sorry. Yes, because you got Hamilton in there, right? Um, and I got to go. We- then Vancouver, and then potentially, potentially, they're trying to make it happen. Winnipeg in 2025. Yeah, I, I think uh, I think we'll see that. And of course, I'll stop by my good friend Sandy Thompson's seat, uh, section 125. To uh, she has a little something for us. So. Well, That's I nice like stuff. this, and I, yeah. I think I have a Brandon Alexander uh, uh, upper deck card, courtesy of our friends at uh, Joe yes. Bailey Sports Cards yes. and Custom Framing. But I like this comment from Corey May, fisherman's friend, uh, best friend all time, Scotch. And where do they have great Scotch? Down at Shannon's Irish yeah. Pub. So uh, if you're feeling a little chilly, or even if you're just feeling a little frisky. Head on down to Shannon's and uh, they got you covered. Irish whiskeys, scotches, uh, all types of uh, goods, uh, Canadian uh, selections as well. And then as you see right there on your screen, screen, 21 beers on tap, ice cold goods. Uh, they will take care of you down at Shannon's. And like, look, while the drinks are good, the food is yeah. amazing. Uh, go check them out. 175 Carlton, just down the street, like 30 second walk from True North Square. Uh, go see our good friends there and tell them Bonfire sent you. Okay, here we go. Let's do it. I have got a $25 gift card to Shannon's Irish Pub. You can pick it up anytime, but Sunday they are open for the West Final. So maybe that's where you want to go at that time. And then I'm even told that while you're there, if you like order a drink or some food when the game is over and you're like, you hang out for a little bit and enjoy your Sunday, you'll be entered to win uh, another gift card. Oh, nice. So Shannon's is your spot if you don't have tickets to the West Final. Or you could go there post-game. Yep, they've got great screens there. Go enjoy, uh, drink it in, eat it in, uh, and and, and, uh, have fun. And then you can uh, throw it on your phone uh, or, um, you know, uh, when you head home, you can catch game day after dark a little bit later than normal. Uh, following the West buddy, Final. what time is Shannon's opening? Sorry to put you on the spot. What time is Shannon's opening up? Because could you not catch the East Final over there? Have a few pops, enter to win That's that prize. Uh, we got to find out because you know if uh, who wouldn't want to eat a wild boar burger, watching these final, waiting to see who the bombers are going to play. Well, this is what you not do. to jinx it. You go to shannonsirishpub.ca, or you can Google them. And on their website, shannonsirishpub.ca, their phone number's there. Give them a call. Find out when they open uh, yeah. on Sunday. But they're open Monday to Saturday. Normally, they've got tons of specials, uh, you know, uh, every day of the week. And then yeah. Jets game day specials. They're going to have a ton of Bombers uh, specials for the West Final uh, on Sunday. But uh, uh, look, you want to enter right now, send me to the Bonfire Hotline right here. Text 204-816-8477, 816-TIPS. Text right now with either your favorite thing at Shannon's Irish Pub or the menu item you are most looking forward to trying. Uh, The wild boar burger, the venison burger. They've got traditional beef burgers as well. Some really, really excellent culinary delights. 
uh, at Shannon's Irish Pub and Eatery. Like this is not regular pub food. This is not where you're going to get at a chain restaurant. It is expertly crafted food to go with uh, some of the best beer and uh, cocktails uh, in the city, hands down. So uh, do that right now. Give us yeah. a text and uh, you'll win that $25 gift card. You can uh, use as early as uh, Sunday in the West Final. Oh, I love it, Darren. And I can't wait to get down to Shannon's. We got to do a we got to do a post Grey Cup bonfire party, yeah. and uh, hey, maybe we'll do we'll do more at Shannon's down the road. It sounds like a great spot. I mean, I've been there before, but uh, I got to get down there again. I got to try this wild boar. Listen, folks, cool. just just a quick thing before we get out. Um, a bit of a pivot here with Fantasy Pick'em because some of our contestants asked, "Are we going to go into the playoffs?" So Pick'em. It doesn't have a playoff version. It just goes right till the end. So if you're in the if you're in Pickham, uh, you know if you're Ted Lee, who's leading the way by about 300 points over CJ Diddick, you've got Blonde Beauty and Snakebite in there, uh, GMD 316, Sign Guys there, a few others. Uh, you're still in the running, so so pick carefully, and you could still win. And of course, there's going to be a prize that we haven't announced. But if but the fantasy one, we're pivoting a little bit. So. Basically, uh, the season, the regular season ended with NJLA, NJLAF705 in the lead, but but only by about 35 points over our good buddy Ryan Harris, Ted Lee, and uh, for the MCW was there, our good buddy Cooper Trooper with the Canadian Football Countdown is right up there. So you're now all in the playoffs. So if you were basically in the top 10, you have a chance to take it. You might have to take some uh, risks. You might, you might have to gamble on maybe a secondary player who might have a breakout game or something like that, but uh, everyone's in it. So, so we're just going to add the playoff totals to the regular season totals after the great cup. And we will announce our winners. So if you're, if you're, if you're playing the fantasy league with us uh, and thanks for participating, it's been, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, maybe not so much for me and Darren, but uh, <laughs> we've been getting our butts kicked, oh, man. but uh, uh, yeah, you, you uh, stick around, uh, be patient. Cause you're still in the fight there uh, for the, for these, uh, I guess, three playoff games next. Left. So should we tease what those prizes are? Sure. Ooh. How do we tease that? I mean, there's a lot of shine on it. Yeah, a there's a ring. Shine. There's there's a ring to it. There's a, a lot ring of glory. To it. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Nice little ring to it. Yeah. Nice little yeah. ring to it. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, that that's going to continue on. That's great. And uh, just to clarify, because people are already like in the live chat, you got to text me 204-816 tips. That's eight one six eight four seven seven. Standard texting rates apply with what you want to try or your favorite thing at Shannon's Irish Pub. Uh, so text that now with your name. We'll uh, do a random draw uh, for that. And, of course, you can go pick up your gift card on Sunday. I almost said Saturday. Sunday, any given Sunday in the West Final, uh, Shannon's Irish Pub, 175 Carlton. They will be open for the game this weekend. Nice. Okay, well, that does it for us. Great show, Zach. Great show, Firestarters. Thanks for coming along, as you always do. Uh, if you missed it a little bit earlier, uh, full injury report and uh, what the Blue Bombers roster is shaping up to look like for the West Final a little bit earlier in the show. But quickly to recap, Adam Big Hill looks good to go. Dalton Schoen, limited today, but working with that first-team offense. So all good news there. Keep it locked here to Bonfire Sports on your podcast. Uh, and on YouTube, we're going to have content pretty much daily all the way through 
the 109th Grey Cup in Regina. So Bombers, CFL coverage, top to bottom, uh, we got you covered. Um, yeah, big thanks to Shannon's Irish Pub. Big thanks to you, Zach, and all the fire starters out there. Appreciate you. Yeah, baby, I, I'm looking for a big bomber win. If you don't have tickets, get them. You, We need to sell this out, and I think we will, Darren. And then don't forget about the pregame with Walby. I mean, I can't wait to see playoff playoff pregame Walby with you, Darren. Oh. I mean, he's a legend already, but but get him get him in the playoffs preview. Oh, he's in Holy. front of the mirror, like slapping himself Oof. in the face and getting all fired <laughs> up, like the water bottle and... Oh man, he he it's going to be epic and uh I can't wait to see you guys post game me wearing the chain it's not weighing me down. Yes, it is a blue bomber record in the background. Uh Larry No, that Ward. chain's lifting you up, you know no, it. Oh, it's lifted me up. And and listen, we didn't talk about Janarian Grant, but just to end on this note, someone said this in the chat and I totally agree. The 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 the, the BC Lions are afraid of Janarian Grant. He's got two two kick return touchdowns on them, right? Darren and um, look out for that because that can also be an X factor. You know, if they're kicking away from him or it's, a, or they're kicking it shorter uh, let's go Janarian. I, I, I want to see him. Uh, I want to see him lighten up too. So, so thanks everyone for joining. I uh, love you guys. Uh, lots of fun. And we'll, uh, we'll see you on Sunday. Go section 128. Arlen. I saw you there, buddy. Vicky. Have a great night, everybody. Great to see everybody. Uh, and just want to uh, quickly reiterate, uh, have an update on Lucky Whitehead, Joel Figueroa, and some of those BC Lions uh, lineups as well. So keep it locked right here uh, to Bonfire Sports. Thanks again, everybody. We'll see you, well, in the coming days, but uh, back with Chris Walby on Game Day Winnipeg on Saturday. We'll probably go live at 3 o'clock and then Game Day After Dark, a little bit later than normal, but we will recap the West final in Winnipeg on Sunday. Woo! All right, everybody. Have a great one. Ciao.